Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Hello cousins, welcome to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm Cornell Wright, the people's lobbyist. So today, cousins, I'd like to discuss a new idea, maybe. Something I think might make it a little bit easier for me to do my job <laughs> as the people's lobbyist representing you. Keeping in mind the intention of being a people's lobbyist, or any lobbyist for that matter, is to research information, to educate those people who need to know more about it, elected officials, cousins, whomever are making decisions, and to advocate and present positions forward that would be acceptable and appropriate to handle any opportunity or situation or challenge that's out there, right? So that, that whole concept, research, educate, and advocate. So with that, cousins, I'd like to suggest there's a little bit of a problem I think we have, at least I've identified, maybe you'll agree. And by the way, I'm gonna go through a list again of some seven items, so please subscribe and then enter in your comments or your thoughts regarding this, and that is, what should be on our scorecard? Think about it, cousins. We have a scorecard for everything, right? We got scorecards for grades. If you're a baseball fan, you actually can score an entire game. I have one buddy who is so good that he has kept the program and the scorecard for every baseball game he's gone through since he was a child. And they are beautiful. There are no mistakes, okay? I went to a baseball game a couple years ago and there was this woman sitting in front of me, she and her husband. He had a baseball mitt to catch any balls and she was scoring the game in ink. <laughs> Cousins, come on, <laughs> that's good, all right? So my suggestion is, why don't we develop a scorecard so that we cousins can know if those things that are important to us as to how we're really doing. And by the way, cousins, the stock market is not an indication of our scorecard, is it really? Okay, the Dow Jones Industrial Average and keeping up with that, we'll talk about that later. Talk about that last episode and how many cousins really can participate in that because of their income. We're gonna get more specific about that in the future. But let's go back to the idea of the scorecard. My recommendation to the new administration going in is that very soon after they come into office, they do an evaluation, they do an assessment of where we are and give us their indication as to what are the various levels of things that are important to us. Let's think back just a few years ago. When President Obama became president, we all knew that we were in, a major, we were in the midst of a major economic downturn, right? Stock market for that indication would tumble. People were out of their jobs. People were going bankrupt. Businesses and major financial firms were going bankrupt. We were really in trouble. In fact, it was so bad, it was on a global level that even Iceland during that period of time, the whole country declared bankrupt. You can check that out. Osama bin Laden was still running around causing trouble and trying to be an impact. And there was all sorts of disabled things going on in the world, right? So it's kind of clear as what kind of the Obama administration needed to kind of address and handle. And I would submit that after eight years later, a lot of those things have been suppressed, taken care of, and everybody felt a lot better, and we were on a better trajectory moving forward. When the Trump administration came in some four years ago, according to President Trump, everything was wrong. Whether it was or wasn't, that's a political question, and depending upon where you're sitting and where your source of income was from, coming from, whether or not you would agree with that position or not is my opinion. 
all right? But so now it's a little bit different. We got the Biden administration, we got the Biden administration coming in. We still have the pandemic going on. We still have some economic unrest in the country. Stock market is going great. Some cousins are making a lot of money doing well. Some cousins are really in difficult shape, okay? And so what is really the scorecard is what's important and what are the things that we as the cousins want to take care of, right? So my suggestion is, here's going to be seven things I'm going to give you in regards to what I think might be items of the scorecard. And by the way, it would then help us to understand moving from one two-year cycle to the other. Why? Because House of Representative people are identified every two years. Pardon me. That every two years gives an indication to get them motivated to get something done within the two-year period of time. How about that? All right? So... If the Biden administration came in, one, I think they ought to come in and make a clear indication, here is the lay of the land. This is where the house is currently sitting. I'm going to change some, move around some furniture in the house, but this is where we are. That way we, have, we the cousin, have a better understanding of knowing when, in fact, our elected officials are working hard for us and doing the job we need them to do. Okay? So, here's one for you. I think one of the first things we need to do is understand how hard are our elected officials working for us. I don't know about you cousins, this is not being political, but didn't President Trump take more trips to a golf course than anybody I've ever heard of? Come on cousins. I mean, and so if you're playing golf all the time, I can understand you can get business done on the golf course, but who are you getting business done with and for what purposes? So how about a simple thing of knowing how many hours are elected officials working? And by the way, every time you turn around, Congress seems to be on recess. I don't know about your state legislators, but they seem to be away a lot. Okay? And you go down to your local, I mean, so when we're electing people, how hard are they working compared to how hard you cousins are working? Aren't you measured by 40-hour work weeks? And certainly you can say executives have extended hours. That's okay. They have to go do exploratory and knowledge trips, those kind of things, that's fine. But I would bet you, cousins, a lot of that time is, waste, is not wasted, but they're using that money trying to find more money to help them get reelected. That's not necessarily to our benefit, but let's talk about that. How hard are they working for us? Simple question, right? Other thing I'd have on my scorecard, number two, it's kind of like uh, public health measurements. Now, cousins, if ever public health has become front and center to all of us, is because of the COVID crisis we had in 2020, and we're continuing to work through now, right? That is public health. Public health has to do with nearly everything that we're involved in, but really doesn't get enough attention, in my opinion. Public health has to do with our environment. Think about the good folks and the cousins who lived in Flint. Their environment and their water, because of some bad decisions, impacted kids and little kids and the entire people, okay, of the whole city. That was a public health problem. COVID-19 and our reaction or lack of reaction, our leadership, lack of leadership, our caring about each other and doing, having consistent messaging, all that was a public health issue. All right? Think about being overweight. I'm sorry. I represent that group. Okay? Overweight is not good. My doctor keeps telling me all the time. And if you're overweight, you know your doctor does too. All right? But think about the nutrition. Think about there are cousins who have, you can't get fresh vegetables or food where they live, and the only thing you can do is get fast food. Is there a difference between the nutritional value between those two things? Come on, because it's not even a debate. So as a result, what are we doing in regards to our health care 
in regards to how that impacts us. I heard one study a number of years ago. How about this one? I don't have the source, but I'll try to get it for you. They did a comparison between the United Kingdom, i.e. England, and the United States. They only looked at white people, okay, in order to take, order to take out any racial considerations or whatever. They looked at the upper class, the middle class, and the lower class. They were expecting to find the three classes pretty much in parallel. You know what they found? That the higher class in England was healthier than the middle class and the lower class. And the United States, our higher class was, lower, was less healthy than the lower class in England. And it went down the same way. Cousins, we need to start thinking about that from a public health perspective. Why? That has impact on everything. The military has had difficulty recruiting enough people because they weren't healthy enough to manage the physicals and be able to fit for combat. Our public health is key. Cousins, we've had, number three, we've had examples of bridges in our infrastructure being imperished for years. When's the last time you drove across a bridge wherever you might live and you look around the bridge and tell me if you don't see rusted bolts, <laughs> okay? Almost everywhere I've been in this country, you drive across a bridge, if it's not one of the brand new ones, you start seeing rusted bolts and start being concerned. Some of these bridges were built uh, decades, decades, decades ago. Why aren't we taking care of those, providing jobs to cousins, and making sure that we're safer all along the way? I don't know. Isn't that something that might be on a scorecard? How many bridges are still out? How many bridges do we have? My fourth one, this is one I love, all right? The graduation rate in our high schools and our colleges, and more specifically, our graduation rates in high school of students who took calculus while they were in high school. Why calculus? Because you need to have calculus in order to be able to be on a track for one of the higher level STEM positions of engineering. If you, do, you can't decide to become an engineer in your sophomore in college, there's not enough time, all right? Because you have to have that underpinning and that strength, those math skills and those strengths developed earlier on. Cousins, we are losing the race in regards to our technology and technological capability because we're not educating our people enough. Talk to any of the educators you want, they'll tell you. Across the country, Across all segments, males, females, any cousin out there, we're not giving up everybody enough quality education. There are those people who can get them, certainly. And so we still have the best higher education in the world postgraduate, but under that, the world has beaten us in a lot of categories and ways, cousins. All right, we need to improve that. The fifth one is a discussion of the federal budget. Now, Everybody talks about budgets. My wife comes to me, she talks about the family budget. Ah, you know, never enough money. Okay, I didn't make enough, gotta do something else. You know how that story goes, right? But think about from the federal budget, cousins. We need to have a better understanding as to how all these billions of dollars and millions of dollars and trillions of dollars are going. Where are they going and what are we getting for it? Why? Because it's our taxes that are paying for it at the end of the day, right, cousins? If I come into your house and I just say, give me $10, and you say, what for? Don't you ask me what I needed $10 for? Think about it. We're giving our tax money to everybody and not even asking why. And they're not telling us. So cousins, let's start having a better understanding of what the federal budget is and isn't and why things are the way they are. Why? Because we all need to know. Now to do that, we then have to go back to the educational piece, right? 
we have to have a better understanding of economics and budgeting on all of our cousins' part so we understand the information that's being presented to us. So they both wash, wash hands, right? You got that? Better education, better understanding of numbers, better understanding of the science, help us understand what the budgets are, etc. Why, cousins? Because you're going to start to hear a lot more about the national debt. You're going to hear about taxes. You're going to hear, should we raise taxes or lower taxes? Who are we going to raise taxes or lower taxes for? We had a tax reduction a couple years ago, which was, in fact, in my opinion, you can look it up for yourself, it was nothing more than another trickle-down attempt for tax overhaul. It didn't benefit enough cousins. It also caused an, in, an increase in the national debt because the numbers that they projected as to what was going to be covered in order to make money off of that tax reduction, we never got to those numbers. So cousins, we need to understand that, okay? Because we may let's have a better understanding of when we need tax increases and when we need tax decreases because at the end of the day, it's all our money. Sixth on my list is, and this is really basics and simple, United States, you know, how many incarcerated cousins do we have in the United States? We are number one in the world in incarcerated cousins, all right? Now, I am the first one to tell you that if you do something really, really bad, you need to be put away, all right? I am not very liberal or light on that. But cousins, a lot of people who are in jail are in jail for what I consider entrepreneurial crimes. They conduct, they committed a crime at a period of time that something right now is available and becoming a capitalistic opportunity. Why are these cousins in jail? All right? Jail costs all of us money. All right? So if the cousins, if all they were doing was making money, what are they, we're taking away the opportunity of them making money for all of us if they were out paying taxes, right? So cousins, you know, let's have that incarceration rate go down, at least know what the rate is. And so if it's violent offenders, people doing terrible things, need to be taken out. All right? If somebody's had these quote-unquote white-collar crimes in which they were embezzling money or some sort of fraud or impacting millions of people in that way, they make it non-violent, but I'm sorry, if you just lost all my money for me, that impacted me in a violent way, didn't it? Come on, cousins. Let's make sure we are more reasonable and sensible about what is our law and order prerogatives and priorities here in our country. And last, we're going to wrap up with number seven, is what's the minimum wage? And what are the wage gaps in the country? Cousins, I've had a chance to work for minimum wage in my life. Maybe some of you had. I haven't had a chance to do that in a while. But I do understand that a lot of people I know, members of my family and cousins, are still in that situation. You know how hard it is? Remember how hard it was for you whenever you were in that circumstance or situation? Let's call empathy. Let's go back and think about that and recognize that these cousins are providing us with a service, okay? We don't even see a lot of them who are doing that. We don't even know all the positions that are kind of in the minimum wage situation. But cousins, in this country, we're supposed to be the richest country in the world. Why is that even a question? So it either becomes one or two things, in my opinion. This is, once again, my opinion. But I need you to tell me what you want me to be more explicit about, get more research for, and help you to start to advocate for in the future. I think that's important. That's one of my seven. 
By the way, these were not in any particular order, not in order of priority. It's just how it came to me and what I wanted to provide and say to you today. Go to the bottom and subscribe and key in, if you would, what you would like to have on the scorecard. Once again, the scorecard would give us all the way of saying, gee, let's look at the last two years, what progress has been made, federal, state, and local government, in regards to helping the cousins? Because we really don't know, do we? <laughs> so I think we ought to be able to start having that information. Because if we don't know, and we can't all start to agree on the particular things that are important to us, and what progress is being made toward it, then how are we ever going to start to come together and be in that more united, we the people position and stature? Right, cousins? All right, so look, from what I understand, get the vaccine for the, for the existing flu. When the vaccine comes your way for the COVID-19, take that opportunity. Remember, depending upon which one you get, you might have to get two. From one of the research I saw, if you get the first one of the Pfizer one, I think, you only get like 30 to 40% effectiveness. It's when you get the second one that it impacts on your body, you get to the 90 plus percent one. That's the one you want. Make sure you get the first and second. Start, keep wearing your mask. Why, cousins? Because we all need to care about each other. No matter how hard you are, you could be extending it to me. I may not be as hard as you are. So let's take care of each other, all right? Because I care about you. I need you to care about me. Thank you, cousins, for joining me this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. You take care until next time. Yeah, we are the people.